like, do you have a... Do we test this out first, or just so I'm not screwing no. up the... No, we're going. We're oh, we're just good. going? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's good. It'll, it'll be fine. Uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Chat with a Rat, episode 13, the unlucky episode, with our unlucky guest, James Hollingsworth. Say hello, James. Hey there, everybody. Um... I'll ask you the question I ask everyone first. Uh, how long have you been doing comedy for? Ooh, uh, I think stand-up comedy about, I think we're somewhere in the two-year mark area. Uh, but I've been doing like comedy, like improv comedy, for over five years. Um, definitely prefer the stand-up. Yeah. Like, improv's fun, but it's uh, kind of fun to be part of, but not as fun to watch. Right, very right. rare that it comes out good for an audience. I think. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I could, I could see that. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say I agree, but I've never done improv, so but I could see that, like, like, like it would be fun to do, but, um, but yeah, I don't think people really are dig it that much unless it's like just really, really good. I think you know, like, I'd say like when I did improv, it was like some of these games were it was like short form improv, so it's kind of like uh, whose line is it anyways. Yeah, it's like sometimes you get a good pairing. And then sometimes you'll 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 have people like like if you go to a workshop or something, mm. some people are just there to hang out. It's right. like a fun hobby. Uh, and then it's like they're they're not always like the funniest people. Right. Or yeah. they have their own boundaries and it's just not a good pairing. How did you get started doing that? Uh, okay, so when I started doing stand up, I learned that was terrifying and hard. <laughs> so then I did improv and I allowed that to distract me for a while. Okay. Um, but no, Im- improv's fun. I certainly had a lot of a lot of fun doing it. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, no, you get a lot more uh, comedic freedom with stand up. Yeah. You can take it in your own direction. You don't have to compromise as much, and uh, you can make your routine like you can sharpen it down to what an audience would want to see and trust to see. Yeah, well, because it's all about you, you yeah. know, uh, and you're your the only creative input there, you know. It's not like a whole team of people trying to figure something out or to be funny, which, you know, sometimes I guess could be good. But mm-hmm. it's also not, like, not all on the fly. Right. Like stuff right. in stand up when it's on the fly. <coughs> sure. Yeah. But you have your material. You have For that baseline sure. that you can just fall back on. Absolutely. You're to fall back on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because if you don't have that, then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we've seen that. Like um, some people, some people are really good at just getting up on stage and riffing. Yeah, yeah, uh, they are. I've seen people get up there and I, kill I it those. just with nothing almost, you yeah, know? Yeah. yeah. Um, conversational crazy. gods, I hate them all. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Screw you. He's like, yeah. I did nothing to make you people laugh. <laughs> Die in a fire. I, yeah. I spent three I'm, months on this Right, yeah, exactly. It's my world. <laughs> I'm not one of, yeah, I'm not one of those people that can <laughs> just get up there and just be like, oh, hey. Uh, yeah, I, same thing. I Like I say, like, I wrote jokes for like two and a half years before I ever even did stand up the first time um oh, that's rough because then it's like you don't even test those jokes yeah the worst thing is when you write a joke that made you laugh mm-hmm. like just lose your fucking mind in the yeah. writing process and then you just don't have an outlet for it mm-hmm. that's like ugh, it's miserable yeah yeah i <laughs> yeah the only person i had to run them by at the time was the person i was dating and the person i was dating hated comedy <laughs> so like everything i would like run by they would just be, be basically be like uh, okay <laughs> i was just like I, I don't i think it's funny you i don't know you know. do look like a masochist so like <laughs> this, is like, yeah, this is this is this is why he keeps doing this it's yes a- yes um uh 
Well, so uh, so you said that you did do stand up first, like very briefly. Okay. And then it's like I, I I think I quit after a week or two just to, like there was a lot of off and on periods, but those on periods were very short. Okay. Uh, I pretty much started committing sometime around the COVID pandemic start or whatever. Right. Uh, right. Not the start, but like some way where through that I found a spine. I just started like going to open mics all the time and uh, okay. saying, you know what? I got enough savings. I can start fucking around and doing this stuff and right. trying to commit to it. Um, I, uh, so let's, uh, let uh, let me see. What should I ask you? Um, what would you say would be your biggest, uh, regret, um, during your comedy career? Like, like, uh, having to do with comedy maybe like something you wish you would have done something you did do you wish you wouldn't have i wish done. i would have uh, started earlier yes yeah, like I, I would i wish i would have started earlier and uh uh not allowed my nerves to sort of govern my behavior on it yeah because it's like just getting like the hardest part about stand-up for me was starting out just because it's like you get in front of that audience and uh your nerves just totally uh fail you yeah you get that you, you you know you're funny because you've told jokes before you've gotten big laughs people tell you you're funny right uh but it's like until you've adjusted to the medium mm. uh your jokes aren't landing at all right it's a lot of eating shit first and it's yes. a lot of like not um getting used to like you're just not used to being doing public speaking right yeah so yeah if i would have just like i don't know done it rather than be so avoidant with it and like such a We'll say a pussy. Well, just acting like a pussy for yeah. most of my life. Before my 30s, complete pussy. Yeah. Two well, decades wasted. Well, you you did, uh, you were involved in, like, entertainment, though, right? Before you were doing stand-up? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, that would, that would I be seen, the improv comedy. Yeah, you know, like, I've seen, uh, like, um, like uh, pictures on your um, Facebook, like whenever we were, I was like searching for shit for the roast yeah, or yeah, yeah. like you, uh, you, wor- you worked for Bush Gardens, I yeah, think. Yeah. yeah. And did like, uh, like entertainment stuff. Yeah. There? Yeah. I was, uh, I was, uh, Igor for, uh, uh, the, uh, what's it called? It's, a uh, shit. It's, uh, the fiends show. Basically it was, uh, you had Igor and, the the doctor dr frankenstein okay like this comedy duo thing right it's right. really cheesy comedy right but they they have like sort of this dynamic uh where like igor's a perverted little sub guy who's always trying to get at those sexy back girls and nurses and stuff <laughs> okay and uh he's making sex jokes all the time and he's wacky and the doctor's like very serious and he's trying to get these people doing this thing whatever the convoluted plot is and there's right. a lot of pop culture references and it's kind of risque for a theme park yeah um yeah i i enjoyed writing some of the stupid jokes for that show because like they just bring the actors in oh okay like, so th- so they the let script. you they let you write yeah stuff that for was it? yeah I, I got to write like a, a john wick joke or something okay uh for like a dog that's like a uh, john wick's dog and then you pull him out of a thing this was like some stupid prop box thing where we're just pulling out random stuff uh-huh and uh, one of them was like a pet dog or something and i changed the joke to a john wick oh thing, yeah so okay Okay. Oh, wow, you killed the dog. It's a dead dog. And they changed that. She's like, no, the dog's still alive. See, we make a barking noise. So it's fine. <laughs> right. Bush Gardens. We yeah, love yeah. animals. Yeah, oh, right, of course. John Wick's dog never died. <laughs> Canonical to this show. <laughs> how, did, how did you get involved with that? Uh, also an avoidance to doing stand-up. <laughs> like, seriously, a lot of my behavior is just doing things next to 
the funny thing. And it's yeah. like, uh, I, it was sort of like once I started doing improv, I started doing like acting things to give me money so I could try to figure out how to do this stuff. Right, it's right. Like doing a character is a lot easier after you've done improv. Like improv works as a good building block for acting. Yeah. Uh, or uh, or talking to an audience. But the problem is when you're when you're doing acting or improv, you're dealing with like the person you're talking to and you don't have a direct relationship with the audience necessarily. Now that being said, I was actually terrible at that acting job. <laughs> like cuz cuz one of the problems I had with stand up was all the memorization. Right. Like, you don't have to memorize shit for improv. You just yeah, right, you just say right. silly yeah, things as a right. silly character for or sure. something. Yeah. And it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. But like when you have to memorize something, yeah. it's hard to like also be part of that character. Yes. And with the with the Fiends show, they just kept on changing the script on us. And there were like small changes like all the time and they didn't always make sense or anything, but you always had to like constantly read the thing. And that's hard to do when you're like in full panic mode. Yeah. I still hear the soundtrack to the Fiends show and I freak the fuck out. I get a small adrenaline rush. <laughs> of, oh shit, I'm supposed to be somewhere I'm not currently. Right, and right. They they definitely like went like they had only two Igors, me and uh some much better actor guy <laughs> who was in way better shape. Right. Like cuz like when I was up there it was like, hey, you got it. You're all physical. You're this crazy little perverted guy. So we need you running up, humping ladies' legs, and oh, uh, okay. and like jumping up and and doing, you know, little pop up kick things from the ground that you get pushed R- on. All right, the time. And it's right. Like I am so fucking winded. <laughs> like, I, this, is, this is late twenties, James. Yeah. I thought I was in shape. I'm not in shape. All these dancers that are around me, they're all in shape. They're wondering why I'm breathing so. Hard. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um. That, yeah, that's the hard part, um, and I imagine probably with something like that too. But that's that definitely is at least to me, that's the hardest part of stand up is just trying to remember everything, and like and and the way you want to do it and the way you want to say it, you know, and um, it it's some things are come very easy, but then sometimes um, it's like you can throw yourself off because you're trying too hard to remember something yeah. and then you don't deliver it the way you wanted to because you were like overthinking, you know, I don't know. Like you get too much in your head. Um, that's what, that's one reason why I just write like a whole bunch of short jokes. Like I'll remember my opener and my closer mm-hmm. and I kind of just like cookie jar, like jokes, uh, like, in, like throughout, you know, I'm just like, I know I have all these jokes, yeah. you know, and I'll just kind of like throw them out there because it's like so hard for me to like remember an exact order. Like a of thi- yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. 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 Sometimes I'll do like a little overarching, like mm-hmm. I'll break it down into like segments to where like, I know I want to start this first part off with Mm -hmm. this the second part off with this third part off with this you know um but that's about as as far as i could go i don't think i could remember like every joke like you know in 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 a row like how i want exactly how i wanted to tell them like i want this joke now and then this joke. it's just a lot especially when you have a lot of short jokes like definitely yeah the short jokes are are, uh, can be really difficult to memorize especially if you have them in a specific order. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you do have them in a specific order, apparently some comics will notice that and immediately think that you're too rehearsed. Ah. Yeah, these, you, you remember the joke I told tonight where I was like, uh, everyone's got, like, most comics have, like, three, ac- if, if someone tells me three accurate statements about my, yeah, my yeah, comedy, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I might just walk out and travel. <laughs> right, this yeah. is one of those things that was said to me. Like, oh, that's going to that's gonna stick with me. That's going to stick and hurt, and it, it hurts when you know it's true. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, being able to 
to just sort of talk and riff. Like uh, I think we were talking earlier about like how like some of the comics that have been doing this for a lot longer than us, you can sort of see that they have this natural kind of stage presence. Yeah. Um, like one time I saw like some I, I was doing like a spot at Snappers or whatever, and I saw some comics. Uh, and uh, in there, I saw them twice because it was like this head-to-head competition thing where I do five minutes and some other comic does five minutes. Totally bombed this night. That's not the point of the story. <laughs> the point of the story is I'm, I'm watching these uh, these other comics, and they're like ch- – they have like this hour they're talking or this half hour they're talking, mm-hmm. and they're just sort of going off on whatever material they want to do. It's not like this straight rehearsed thing. It feels very conversational. You're hearing the same – bits yeah but also with different jokes mm-hmm. and it's like flowing in different ways right like it feel it felt like a lot more natural and yeah provisional yeah. and there's mm-hmm. a lot of responding to the audience and playing off the audience for sure yeah i think that you just have to keep doing it. i think most of this is just like how comfortable are you with talking in front of an audience and that just means eating a lot of dick over the years I yeah think. it's just yeah. going up and up and up and up and, and yeah and i mean and that's the thing too like you know after you've been doing it for so long uh, you have jokes that like you don't have to even try to remember. You just like they're just there, yeah. you know. So like like even I have some jokes that are like that. Like I would never have to like try to think of them or whatever. They're just like I've told them so many times. Oh, I almost hate telling them now, you know, because yeah. I'm just like so sick of them. But like I know they work, so I use them still. But um, I imagine like once you've been doing it, you know, for a long time, you know, you probably have tons of jokes like that. So you can just like do kind of more of just like a conversational and just throw jokes in there or whatever, because you just have everything like at the ready. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like nothing. Um, yeah, it's a, that's what it, that's, you know, it all comes just from just like anything else. You know, the more you do it, the more comfortable you are with it and the more uh, material you have, more prepared you are, you know. So I think a lot of it's just like fear is the mind killer. If we want to bring absolutely. Into this. It's absolutely. Just that is like anytime I overthink or like stress myself out, I do worse. Yeah. Anytime I'm like, just like, oh, whatever. Fuck it. Yeah. Like I, that's when I always do best. Mm-hmm. Anytime I'm overthinking things, I'll, I'll do way worse. And I, so I always try to like tell myself, like, don't, you know, don't stress out about it or whatever. But <clears throat> that's, that's hard. Yeah. It's like, Feelings suck. Mm-hmm. They're just there. You don't get to control them. Yeah. Just like these shitty yeah. things you have. Uh, yeah. I remember, uh, uh, let's see here. Um, like, I, I did this sh- this show for, like, a, like, it was, like, before a sketch show or something. They are like, hey, uh, they need more time to prepare. Can you guys do, like, more time than the than the 10 minutes you were told? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course I can. Because at this point, I had, like, 15 minutes. I, I have the material. Right. I've done the material. Yeah. But... Because it was like a last minute change, yeah. My my amygdala is like, hey, you should fuck all this up and <laughs> right. uh, stop at eight minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't even do the original amount of time right. you rehearsed for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just skip one joke in the order you had it in, yeah. and then realize you can't go back, and then do zero I- improvisational yes. uh, work, even though you have five years experience of that shit. Right. Don't even. Just, just panic in front of the audience and leave, and <laughs> yeah. hope someone else does it. That's, that's basically what I did. It was yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like the show that you had me on, uh, you know, not too long ago. I, I was like, I know I had have more than enough material to do this time or whatever. Um, but it was same thing. Like I started overthinking it mm-hmm. and I was like trying to prepare too much. And I was like, I'm going to do it like this and I'm going to do it like, this, you know, like, and, uh, 
And then so when I got up there, everything was going good, going good, going good. And then I couldn't remember that transfer into that next area of jokes. And when I couldn't think of that, I was just like, shit, dude. Yeah. And um, and I also didn't know how long, like whenever you're on stage, you feel like you've been up there way longer than you really oh, have. Oh, yeah, yeah, sometimes. So, yeah, so like. Uh, if it's a quiet room. Yes. Yeah. If it's well, a, no. I mean, it was going well. It, yeah, I it, thought it was. That's it, why I was so surprised yeah. when it ended so fast. Yeah, fact, yeah. Everyone in the green room was surprised. They were like, "Wait, did Malachi fuck everything <laughs> up for our comedy show?" And I was like, "Trish, relax. It sometimes happens." And then like Rashad was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, calm down, Trish." And she was like breaking bottles and getting ready to I'm gonna cut that skinny white boy. Is what yeah. she said. And no, it just took all of us calming her down. Before. Yeah, like, I was like, okay, I gotta get Malachi off. Is he, is he gonna be safe when we bring him back here? And, yeah, uh, she made no promises. But I, I was like, well, I can't just leave him up in front of that audience, you know. Yeah, well, with, with you no know, one on stage, I gotta put someone up next. It is what it is. It's, you know, it's hard running a show, <laughs> uh, especially when your like first comic fails you. On such a, yeah, yeah, such yeah. a deep and personal level. Yeah. So you think like, I'm gonna give this guy an opportunity? He's totally. He shits the bed. He shits yeah. the bed in front of everyone totally it blew like it totally blew uh, it pissed off the whole crowd yeah they uh yeah, they, they don't want me they don't want me back they're yeah, like don't no, run shows here i know Zuba. i walked the owner yeah yeah like, <laughs> we're gonna let you run these other four comedians but honest to god if you guys just all got the fuck out of my restaurant i think that's uh that would probably be for the best yeah yeah no we're doing another show no. like september 10th they, nice. they, they, that was yeah. awesome that was a, it was, was it was a, really a great show. show it was a and great I show think, i don't think audiences notice if you like just do no minutes, like, no i don't think they did either and yeah. and that's why i kind of like i started blanking and uh like as soon as i started blanking i like gave myself like a couple seconds to like think of it or whatever and when i couldn't think of it i was like it's better just to like close it out and get yeah. off stage and just stand up here and like try to like fucking think and just no, I appreciate and, that, and be silent and and also because like i say i was doing well up until that point you know so i was like it, it probably won't they they won't even think it's weird i'm just like okay well you know good night that's yeah. the thing you know because the last joke i did got a laugh you know it wasn't like i ended on a dud or whatever so um so i was just like that's probably for the best just to like just go ahead and leave it um but yeah i don't like i don't think they noticed either i had a bunch of people come to me afterwards and they're like you were fucking hilarious you know yeah, so yeah i'm sure no, 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 yeah fine. honestly uh it's i i think it's better to always just leave early <coughs> yeah if, uh if you if you hit a mental block or something like you don't you don't mm. have, I'm like, I'm still paying you the same amount. I expect right, right. some level of inaccuracy with exactly how much time is done. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, like it's not ideal. Right. But like I'm not gonna. I'm not I'm gonna get gonna, up there and yeah. do four minutes for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was four minutes. I'd be like, dude, what fucking drugs were you on? Yeah, right, right, when you right. Decided to come here. Like, I get re- you. You drove with Rashad. And you got to ride home. That doesn't mean you do a bunch of heroin before I throw you up on stage. No, that's that's uh that's just my my normal routine oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i don't want you doing so much heroin that you can only do four minutes right like it's fair like, enough yeah <laughs> yeah just sitting up there like my head nodded off like uh i, I think like i know idea. jokes i like the idea of you driving with rashad uh doing a bunch of heroin in the in the pasture <laughs> yeah. he's just like looking out for cops <laughs> like they're gonna shoot me he's like, <laughs> yeah he's like malik i told you not to bring that shit in my car <laughs> Here, let me let me take off my shirt so all the cops can see my A cab yeah, uh, uh, yeah. tattoo along my stomach. Let's just let's just let's just be the worst person for you to drive with, Rashad. Let's who was it? You the other? I can't remember who it was. Somebody the other day was saying when I like lifted my. I don't remember why. Oh no no no! It was we went to an open mic. Um, uh, 
me and LJ and like Joe Murray and uh, uh, Alex, um, we all went to this open mic, which uh, now no longer will, will allow comedians there after oh, no. we performed, okay. especially me. Uh, apparently, I was the one that made everyone mad. Um, but uh, I, uh, and I only was up there for like a minute. The only, literally, I wasn't even going to go on stage because the crowd did not want to see comedy that yeah. night. But the only reason I went on stage is they were like, oh, you get a free beer if you go on stage. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'll go up there. Yeah. So I like, went up there and did like a minute. <laughs> and I was like, none of you care. None of you are listening. And then I was like, hail Satan, good night. And like, yeah. walked off stage. <laughs> and apparently that pissed off a bunch of people. So that now they're like, oh, we can't do comedy anymore. And oh. I was like, okay. But, uh, but anyways, that night... Um, LJ has that joke of like where he like lifts his shirt off, and, like sh lifts his shirt up, and, like pats his belly or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and talking about like how he's like, oh, I'm 37 and blah, 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 like mm -hmm. pats his belly. And I was like, dude, I've been waiting to follow you when you do that joke. I was like, I never got the chance. I was like, because I want to go up there and be like, I'm also 37. And then like lift my shirt <laughs> up and pat my belly. And like, and I like did that. And like when I did it, they, they were like, do you have a cab tattooed across your stomach? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes. And they were like, Jesus Christ. Honestly, you have so many tattoos, that it's hard to like tell yeah, any of them apart. Exactly. It's like, it becomes like camouflage. Exactly, it's yeah. Like, once you get enough, it's like you have none. I have so many that I probably couldn't even tell. Like if somebody was like talking about one of my tattoos, like I probably wouldn't even know unless it was like, one of like the the big ones you know or mm -hmm. something but like i've had like people like mention a tattoo before and be like i don't think i have and i'm like oh yeah no never mind yes i do have that tattooed on me yes. like it, it is like that once you get so many it is almost just like it blends together almost i had a uh, when i was working at panera bread uh there was this one really cool guy i liked uh talking to like he was like he was like one of the prep food workers and that was right by the dishes i was a delivery driver so when we're not delivery driving we're doing dishes okay and this guy uh would just get tattoos every once in a while he young guy just starting out he's gonna be on he's gonna look something like you when he's <laughs> around 37 right, right but right now he's just like 18 yeah he's doing dumb 18 year old things mm. and, and the dumb eight, he's doing the thing where he's getting discount tattoos Right. Apparently, yeah, apparently right. they'll just be like, yeah, the, we'll give you a small tattoo. Like we'll the thirteen dollar like, tattoos, yeah, some, yeah some for Friday the like thirteenth and yeah. stuff. Yeah, mm. and uh, he 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 had like a bunch of tattoos. Like, yeah, it's like a star from Mario. And then it was like <laughs> one of them was like, it's like uh, Wednesday Adams. Yeah, like, he had a Wednesday Adams tattoo, and I asked him about. I was like, oh, so you're like an Adams family fan? He's like, what's the Adams family? <laughs> <laughs> like wait 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 like you know Wednesday Adams it's the it's the girl tattoo you right, have on your right. oh I just got that because it looked cool I guarantee you the reason he got that is he went to a Friday the Thirteenth uh, special at a tattoo shop and they had it on a flash sheet yep. and he was like oh I like that one yeah. or whatever and just picked it out I've had because uh, you know I used to be a tattoo artist mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we would do those Friday the Thirteenth specials and like so on Friday the Thirteenth you can get a thirteen dollar tattoo. And like it's usually a thirteen dollar tattoo plus plus a seven dollar tip, so it's like twenty bucks. You know, yeah. it's a flat twenty dollars. And but what we do is we make flash sheets of the t tattoos we're willing to do for thirteen dollars. Most of them are just like little small, whatever. Like yeah. it'll be like a bat or mm -hmm. like you know like a, a crescent moon with thirteen next to it or yeah. something. Like that. It's always just like really like whatever um, shit we know we can knock out in like right. a matter of like 10, 15 minutes. Um, and there's always like a huge line of people. Mm -hmm. They just people love getting tattooed for cheap, man. Even if like you know, and it's funny because we're always like, even if you were to like diversify all of our flash sheets. Still, so many of you are leaving here with the exact same tattoo. Yeah, you know, yeah. like you, you just have to hope that you never run into each other. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, 
I had this girl come in one time. She was either 18 or 19. I can't remember. She had no tattoos. And she came in, and she wanted to get this bat that we had on the flash sheet tattooed on her face. Ooh. Um, That's a hard first one. Yeah, yeah. I think this it was like be a I think it was like right here or something. Yeah, around the eye. Um, yeah, close to like like somewhere on the temple or something. I can't remember exactly where it was. Um, I can see a tattoo like that kind of being cool. Yeah, but sure. If it's like your sure. only one. It's yeah, like yeah. Tattoo. You're, you should never get your face tattooed first mm. um, because uh, face tattoos a big commitment. Not so much nowadays. Tattoos are kind of just like whatever now. Yeah. Um, especially like back whenever I first started getting my face tattooed, like even my friends who were tattoo artists and covered in tattoos were like, you're insane, bro. I would never tattoo my face. Now yeah. all of them have face tattoos. Mm-hmm. But at the time it was like a very, you know, something you didn't see a lot, but, um, but still for like an, an 18, 19 year old, no tattoos to get your face tattooed. I'm mm-hmm. like, eh, don't know if that's a great idea. And like nobody in there wanted to do it. Everyone was like, no, no, not doing it. I like it how, how the tattoo artists all become this girl's father. <laughs> right. That right. Like, oh, yeah. face tattoo. Yeah. No yeah. young lady of right. mine that I'm going to tattoo <laughs> yeah. is going to get a face tattoo. But, uh, but I was like, I'll do it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm trying to make a tw- more, 20 more dollars. What I don't that? care. It, it kind of reminds <coughs> me of that Fight Club uh, quote where it's like, I wanted to destroy something beautiful. Let's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you're so you're like a face tattoo vampire, you just don't give a shit. <laughs> right? Like, good. There's there's one of us. It'll be more acceptable. It's I've never I've never cared. There's there's a lot of people that are like I've, I've I have tried to talk people out of getting tattoos that I just think are like really stupid tattoos. Yeah. Like there was like a 16 year old kid that came in one time with his dad, and uh, wanted to get a tribal superman logo on his arm and his dad was signing off on it and i was like that is the stupidest tattoo like you are going to regret this like trying it, you know and just look at all my tattoos <laughs> right, the one yeah, that, yeah. that meet my criteria <laughs> of good, yeah, yeah and you're just gonna get this shit yeah. it's like really look at me and then judge yourself that's what you need to do everyone's always looking at me and judging me but maybe see the mirror i all I know is everyone I've ever known that has tribal tattoos, like, regret them. Regret yeah. getting them. Every single person that I know. Um, but he got it anyway, so I was like, whatever, I tried. Yeah. Um, anyway, around the arm, that's kind of like... Yeah, it's whatever. Cares? Yeah, it's <laughs> whatever. It's on your arm. Um, I uh, So, um, let's switch it up. I'll ask you, uh, what is the worst bomb you remember that's like, still sticks with you? Ooh. Uh, <coughs> so you remember that snapper show where I told you I bombed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, uh, basically, uh, it was a head to head competition, kind of like, uh, last comic standing. Okay. Last comic survivor kind of, it was that thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was some themed reality show kind of thing, but it wasn't a reality show. It was just like, we're doing two five minute comics. Were they filming it? No. Oh, no. okay. Okay. Uh, but, uh, basically it was like done on Christmas Eve. I had so much caffeine in my system just to be ready for it, right. which is a terrible idea. Because yeah. we just had that caffeine, long conversation Jesus, yeah. of, uh, well, you want to be awake. Well, I usually right? want, want energized. I, I want something to bring me down before yeah. I go on stage because my anxiety is always like. <sighs> yeah, well, yeah, my anxiety was definitely high that night. <laughs> uh, and like, uh, I didn't know this audience. Like, it was very, um, it was kind of like very conservative family kind of audience. Okay. And I was doing a lot of my jokes about like, my my roommate and her stalker ex mm-hmm. and uh stuff like that like i think i had one joke about uh choking a woman and maybe going too far and then <laughs> the only thing scarier than that is like when she wakes up in the trunk screaming as you're trying to drive <laughs> off to the everglades <laughs> right, like, right you know that joke yeah yeah so yeah, it's like, yeah 
So it's like I was, I was telling jokes like that, and I didn't get like my first laugh until like halfway through the set. Yeah, well, at least you got like, something. It was like mind blowing. <laughs> it's like this is a set that I've done at a bunch of different places, mm-hmm. and it's always gone well. Yeah. Right. I have video of those same jokes right. going well, but either how I'm telling them or how this audience like what kind of jokes this audience likes i'm just totally off the level yeah with and yeah. it's like it's just terrible like i once i get the first joke halfway through it's not so bad yeah but i'm like i'm talking a lot faster as i'm realizing <laughs> the jokes aren't working yeah. it's like yeah. which is just one of those shitty things your body does right when things aren't right. working out it's like yes. oh things aren't working yes. out well we should panic right and make this go worse yeah make it go even worse right? yeah like, uh-huh. so that was uh that was my shitty night. Yeah. And then it was like, there's two shows, so I get to do the same shit again. Like, oh, oh, maybe no. it was just this audience. Maybe the later audience will get this material. Right. Exact same problem. Oh, no. So now, now not only do I look bad during that show, I look like the other to the other comics. They ha- The only feedback they know is like, wow, this guy's just really terrible. Right. He's just a Yeah. Why is he doing these same jokes that aren't working? Like he came to a contest with this? It's like, no, literally every other place in Florida has like these jokes. Right. I'm fucking crazy. Right, right. It right. might have been the energy I had at the time. Just yeah. It's like, you know, maybe some nervous energy and yeah. they smell that weakness. That can like, that can yeah. kill it, man. If and I like I was just saying this to somebody. Uh, we were just talking about it. Um if you don't believe in your jokes if the crowd can see that you don't believe in your jokes, then they won't believe in your jokes. And like nervous energy will make it look like that, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's very possible. Um, cause I have seen people get up on stage that have material, you know, but they, you can tell they're not confident in it or nervous for whatever reason and they'll eat it. You ever see a comic where it's like, you know, their material works well, and they're not telling it wrong, but the audience just this isn't the audience for it. Absolutely. I see like it all the time. That's rough. I see it all the time, yeah. dude. I've seen so many people. Well, so I was on that Hans Kim show, you know, uh, just recently. Yeah, and, cool. Um, that, was a, that was a pretty good comic to be. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was great. It was great. Um, but that crowd, mm-hmm. I ate it, basically. <laughs> I didn't do well. The person after me didn't do well. Hans mm-hmm. Kim got up there and he mostly ate it for the majority of it i was just like what what you guys shoveled a huge shit pile in front of (laughs) well yeah yeah i was like what do you guys want what do you (laughs) why are you even here like you know like and hans kim was hilarious Mm -hmm. like there was like a lot of jokes he told like i was like cracking up i was like that's a funny fucking joke yeah yeah, yeah. and the crowd would like he would get nothing and i'd be like you guys realize that was the punchline right like no one's laughing it was weird man He, he even like made like a few like uh, like said a few things about it, like okay, you know, like yeah, just yeah. saying like this crowd, <laughs> you know, whatever. But um, well, I, I think it's a, it's kind of a mistake when you start <coughs> blaming the crowd too much. Like there's, yeah. there's like playful banter. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, ultimately, I think your goal is to figure out how to make a crowd laugh. Right. Absolutely. Um, but it can be it can be jarring sometimes where you just run into a crowd at a comedy club where it's like, hey, you guys have a much closed idea. Yeah. Of, of comedy. Like yeah. I think in like some like different regions of the country just have different tastes in comedy, different expectations of comedy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's uh, not that I've been out of Florida. Right. But right. like from what I've heard from touring comedians, <laughs> right. 
like that tends to be the case where it's like ah, you can be a lot darker in the east coast or the the the, the center the middle of the country is more uh uh, corporate friendly kind of comedy nothing too transgressive yeah you got to be silly on the west coast stuff like that right right and like and i've seen you know um you know uh comedians turn like a cold crowd around you know mm -hmm. i've even done it myself like you know a couple times um you know like i the last time i was at side splitters um so i the first time i went to side splitters I would just like sat there and basically watched everyone go up there and eat it, eat it, eat it. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. And like, I knew I was coming up, mm -hmm. you know, I went up there, same thing, ate it. And I was like, this sucks. Um, but then, uh, so the next time I went, it was pretty much the same thing. The host did okay, mm -hmm. but like pretty much everyone else was just like eating it, eating it, eating it. And I was like, God damn, it's the same shit, dude. <laughs> And I was like, I didn't even want to go up there to I mean, be honest is, with you. It's like an open mic you pay for too. Yeah, yeah. It's an open yeah. mic you pay for. Yeah. And like you sign up months in advance. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, or yeah. you try to show up and you hope that you get on the list. Right. So it's a struggle to get here. Yeah, yeah, yes. And I, I, think I it's had more been to do with like side splitters. Like they do a show before the open mic, and then yes. the open mic is open to people, and most people they are can just stay. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Most so of is, them are drunk already. This is three, four hours of stand up comedy. Yes. A lot yeah. Of these people yeah. Might be in on Sick of it and drunk. And I can't drive myself right now, so I guess I'll stay. <laughs> right, like, right. Like, that's not, yeah. that's not your ideal audience, right? Yes, like, no. I've, I've, I've um, seen side splitters, like, the open mic there uh, do pretty well, where it's, like, it's a very fun, raucous audience. But yeah. uh, even then, it was, like, you had that kind of, like, uh, ah, we're going to fuck with these comedians. Yeah, yeah, energy. yes, like, absolutely. And that's fine absolutely. to some extent. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, it can trip you up a bit, you know? It's yeah, like, uh, and that's uh, the last time I was there. That's how it was. So I, I went up there. After like watching these people eating it, eating it, and I was like, went up there and was just like, shit, man. And uh, so I started out my set, and it started off like that. People like trying to fuck with me, heckling me, people yelling shit from the crowd mm -hmm. and stuff, and I, and like n no one really laughing. And I was just like, god damn it, dude. <laughs> um, but then I told a joke, and it landed. And when that joke landed, you could tell the crowd was just like, okay, hold on. And and then like from that point on, it just got like better and better. Like I have the video posted on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Like you can hear people fucking snorting in the crowd. They're laughing so hard. I'm like, dude, if you got people snorting, you yeah, that's fucking, you won, yeah. bro. Like once those ugly laughs come, out, <coughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. Okay, we've hit something. Yes, it's yeah. I was like, holy shit, man. I did not think that was gonna happen. But that's such a good feeling whenever you can turn it around. I was like, holy fuck, man. I feel like I won. But um, but yeah. Then I went and talked to uh like the manager there or whatever who who he watched me the first time I went It was BT, right? Yeah. No, no, not BT. Um uh, uh the guy who runs the uh the fuck what's it called? The Wesley Chapel one. Um like Vince or something like okay. that. Okay. Um which he's a super cool guy. Um but he watched me the first time I came out there um, because Corey like told him like, "Hey, go watch the studio. He's my Corey's friend. Such a nice guy. Uh, Corey's great. <laughs> Corey's like the whole reason I got started in, in stand up. To be honest, really? Yeah, because I've known him for a long time. Um, yeah, you guys look like you hang out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looks like the most straight, straight laced serial killer <laughs> kind of person. Like he's got milk in his fridge and yes, stuff, and yes. he's just like, oh, oh that's great. Yeah, let's. <laughs> 
Yeah, but uh, like Corey told him to go watch me. He was like, hey, this guy's my friend, and he's really funny. Go watch him or whatever. So he watched me, and I ate shit the first time. Mm-hmm. But uh, but that dude still was like, hey, you know, I watched you. I thought you were funny. You know, I, I thought it was good. Or whatever. I think uh, people um, that are involved in comedy are pretty good at, at yeah, reading the yeah, jokes over right. the, uh, the, the, the crowd reaction. Yeah, cases. for sure. So then, so then the next time I went, or the next time, when I, the last time I was there, whenever I, I, I fucking ended up killing, I was like, yes, I like walked off the stage feeling like super good. I was like, hell yeah, dude. And, um, and I walked out and Vince is standing out there and he was like, hey, did you go on yet? <laughs> I was like, bitch. Man. Well, don't worry. So long as you paid like $10 <laughs> to get your open mic recorded, yeah, yeah, that yeah. would be your chance for me to see you do right. really well. Mm. Yeah, it's like yeah. You did that, right? I just I had I had someone else record it. So. Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I um <laughs> yeah. I um So, uh let me ask you uh seven and a half inches. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, I figured always what they ask like <laughs> always the fifth question <laughs> um what who's a uh, a famous comedian that you can't stand can't stand famous yeah uh oh man uh i don't oh okay uh nick DiPaolo. and uh I think somebody else just said that when, like, yeah, when I asked them I, that. I, I feel bad because so. like, I'm not being original. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, let me, I mean. <laughs> let me explain my problem with Nick DiPaolo. Uh, it's like I, I, I went to like I, I, I've heard his name before. I've seen his face around a lot. Heard great things. Well, I didn't hear great things. But it's like, you know, when you <laughs> see a comic that's been around for a long time. Right, you're like, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably a cool place to take a date. And uh, so I took a date there. Oh, OK. And uh, he's gotten apparently a lot more political since. uh like for a while mm. and look here's the thing i'm not like offended by political comedy per se i, I don't think it's funny like i just it, don't it, like it It doesn't necessarily have to be it can be very didactic yeah right yeah, and yeah, it's like i don't yeah. i don't necessarily like i like political jokes uh, that's fine like, I, I mean listen. yeah i mean i guess it, it can be funny but i'm just not a big fan of it i don't yeah, think fair. i don't usually think it's very well, funny he, my problem with his political comedy <clears throat> was like it was it was very right wing but it was also like it sounded like every YouTube comment mm. that I've ever read on those subjects. It was, yes. it was, it was political but unoriginal. Right, right. Like, cause like I see a lot of people do material like that. Yeah, and I'm like, that's so unoriginal. Like, dude. like, I'll, 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 like to one extent, one of his jokes was like about AOC, and it was just mm. like, yeah, this dumb bitch. She doesn't know things. She used to be a bartender, which I don't <laughs> know why Republicans started hating bartenders at some point. Jesus. Like, fuck bartenders. Just right. AOC is a bartender. But also the kind of joke where it's like, yeah, she's stupid, but I'd still fuck her. And it's oh, like, why, why are you telling on yourself, dude? Like, But it was like, my problem wasn't that it was right wing. My problem was that it was like, I know these jokes. Right, yeah. And then if a joke didn't work, it would be like, ah, you're too woke. You don't Right. Get. It yeah. was like, don't right. fucking attack me for you not being funny right now. Like, yes, It yes. was very high energy, kind of like, it was it, relying on the crutch that uh, because we're of the same political tribe, you and my audience, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to laugh at these jokes. Yeah. And I got, it just really bummed me out. It's like, a it's lo- like I'm listening to a guy for a long time, yeah. and it just sounds like this is my uncle at Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's like boomer comedy. Yeah. yeah. It was very boomer yeah. comedy yeah. kind of feel to it. I know, I uh, hate my, that my, shit. My date liked it, which... 
I don't know. That uh, that made it less. So <laughs> now, now you're. So that's why you guys aren't oh, together honey, anymore. Uh, that's not why. No, she doesn't call me. Uh, that's, <laughs> she. It was a direct thing. It was like, <laughs> like she was still pretty. Like I said. <laughs> right, like, right. 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 You know, you know when you do that thing where it's like a girl's pretty, so you just make excuses for the reasons why you don't actually like her as a person. Oh, yeah. You just hope if you <laughs> hang out with her long enough. It's, it's like a lot of people would call this like nice guy energy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I wouldn't say like I get mad and resentful, but I do treat a lot of my dates like it's a job interview. <laughs> and if I'm being honest, I don't even want to fuck me. <laughs> like the sniveling worm of a man I turn into <laughs> to try to seem agreeable and likable to a date is just so beneath everyone. We're both better than this. Me and the date. Right. No one should have to deal with me on a date. <laughs> <But> I just... <laughs> uh, I don't listen... I don't... Uh, if a girl's pretty, I just don't listen to anything they say. <laughs> That's a good trick. Yeah, you just, uh, you just tune just, it out. Yeah, I just go, yeah, you're pretty. Uh-huh. She's, she probably uh-huh. likes my tattoos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Ask her questions about herself, but it's really just, hey, which was uh, which was my, your favorite tattoo of mine? Yeah. Uh, what drew you to me? Right? <laughs> like, yeah, Joe, so by the way, I, I, I really... Uh, I hate uh, all races. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, you're you're really cute. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. So I went on a an okay Cupid date with this girl, and um, like we go through the date. I pay for her meal. Uh, after I mention in the date that I, it's like, well, I'm paying for your meal, so it's like not a big deal. Mm. Uh, she went from ordering a salad to a salmon and a salad mm. and it's like mm. oh this is building up it's like oh we're getting we're getting the alcohol right, all of a sudden right. work tomorrow when you had a cheap meal <coughs> uh no longer a problem okay yeah. uh but that wasn't the problem the problem was when i get the check uh she's like hey oh good you're not left-handed right because she sees me sign the check and i'm right-handed right now when i hear that i think well, that's an onion worth peeling. Let's, let's yeah, see how this goes. It's a little strange. And it's like I ask him, it's like, oh, what if I'm if I'm left-handed? It's like, no, no, no. It's just left-handed people think differently. Okay. What do you mean? <laughs> like, well, all last five of our presidents were all left-handed, and all the people on the Mars Corporation, all the uh, uh, the CEOs there, or whatever, the board members, they're all left-handed and Jewish because you know they think and differently. <laughs> and she did this. She did this little finger motion, like, very briefly. Oh, no. And it's like, I think maybe we got confused because, like, she was black and I was white. So this was an interracial kind of date. So I thought, okay, obviously we're both open-minded people. Not the case. Yeah. Yeah, Apparently, uh, she might have just saw me, saw a bald guy, and was like, this guy knows what the (laughs) Jews are up to. Yeah, she thought you were a skinhead, man. Maybe. Like... (laughs) That's weird about Jewish stuff because it's like whatever it is about bigotry, for whatever reason, everyone's on board with hating the Jews. That's weird. Yeah. That's like it's like the cranberries of racism. It's just like mixed with all the other racism. Yeah, exactly. It's the most open minded of racisms in that respect. Yeah. If they hate one race, they also hate the Jews. That's weird. (laughs) It is very weird. How do you get that kind of street cred? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But the worst part was um, I thought for a moment, well, that was weird. Maybe she was joking, but I didn't have the courage to ask her about it. <laughs> so instead, after the meal, we sang karaoke. Oh, God. And it was awful. I'm not enjoying this. <laughs> what kind of pathetic person do you have to be <laughs> to like hear someone say some strange Jewish conspiracy hint? <laughs> 
move past that in the conversation, pay for the meal, yeah, and then sing karaoke with them. Oh, man. Like, this is, this is, I don't want to fuck me right now. That's not very like, Jewish of you. It's not. It's not. That's, uh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's like, you can only be so circumcised, and it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't make up for everything. No, it's, uh, not always. Um, and I was lying. I'm super circumcised. I wasn't seven and a half. I was like, I'm five now. I'm well. so circumcised. It's, uh, um, that Moyle, he just kept coming back for more. It was like, whoa, yeah. buddy. Well, you know, they're they're into that. That's yep. <laughs> I love how we're like, man, it is horrible that everyone hates the Jews, and then it's like they're always coming back for your dick this, skin. This goddamn Jews. They just can't stop <laughs> getting the. This I is heard, how the conspiracies start. This I heard they eat them. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Um, so uh, where where are you from originally? Uh, Newport Ritchie, Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah, so not okay. just, you know, basically realm of Tampa, yeah. but not actually. So it's so you started doing comedy in, in Tampa, probably. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you have to commute down uh, <coughs> and uh, start telling jokes places, but... By the time I started like committing to comedy, I was already in Land Lakes area, and that's like way closer. Right on, right on. Um, what uh, what do you think is the best show you've been a part of? Ooh, <coughs> um, best show. I'm gonna guess probably that Kazuba show we were at. Yeah, like I was part of it. Yeah, like it was a full crowd. But honestly, I I I just hosted. Yeah. Um, it's hard to like really pin down like the best show because like for whatever reason I just kind of tune them out of my mind. Right. Yeah. Um, probably one of the Brew Florida Growler Bar shows that I ran. Okay. Was really good. I've had some good sets there. Um. And like when there's enough audience, it's it's a really enjoyable show to run. Um, but other than that, you know, uh. I wouldn't say like I'm constantly killing it. Like so either I have a good set or I have like eh, a mediocre set. Right. I don't really have too many terrible sets. Yeah. And that's yeah. good. Like yeah, that is if, good. If I come, <laughs> if if I have terrible sets, it's usually at like cafe hay or something where it's like yeah, I'm testing out new material. Yeah. Or like, like performing in front of no one. You know. Yeah. Some, yeah. Yeah. But even then, it's like you're performing in front of a few people. I can usually get those few people. Yeah. 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 It could still be fun. You know. But uh, <clears throat> I remember one of my best sets was probably the. F- first time i performed in front of lj brock and uh lucas mcdermott mm. and i think rashad was in the room too it was at uh, lakeland live um, okay yeah like i started coming out to the open mic here because it's like oh well this is also an hour away and so are all the other open mics so i might as well go here for right days uh, and i go there and it's like this was like lucas was telling me about pink piano and how they were going to start doing showcases there mm. um and like it was a room full of comedians you know how comedians are kind of hard to get to laugh but yeah. they loved my fucking jokes yeah and that made me feel really good because this right. was like kind of early on in me doing stand-up and like i was getting a little more confident but when like i, I started really feeling like i got my stride when i started impressing some of the guys in the lakeland scene yeah i started getting some showcase opportunities in the lakeland scene yeah um, yeah because some of those uh other like the other scenes i was getting like the other showcase i was doing was like uh Usually, like, an older comedian would be like, yeah, sure, I'll give you some time. Mm. And I wasn't doing so well in front of those audiences. Right. It's just because they were, like, I don't know, either older audiences or just not for me, or I'm just too early to, like, get their attention the way I need yeah. to get their attention. Older audiences are, 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 can, can be weird. They're, like, 
hit or miss. Like I, I've performed in front of like some older audiences and I've like gone up and been like, this is going to suck just by like watching, yeah. like seeing the crowd, how they look, mostly older people. I'm like, this is going to be bad. And then I'll go up and absolutely destroy it. I'm mm-hmm. like, wow. You know, um, and but the opposite's also true. I've also gone up in front of like a younger audience and been like, I'm going to fucking kill. Dude. Yeah. It's all young people and eat shit, you know, like, so you never know. You yeah. Know? It's, it's really it's, all it's, kinds of people. Yeah. Uh, like age isn't the best demographic kind yeah. of to, to judge your crowd on. Right. Absolutely um, not. You would th- like, I don't know, like your brain kind of like thinks that way, you know, because you think, you know, old people are usually more, you know, uptight about shit and stuff like that. But it's really not like that when it comes to comedy. You know, you never know. Well, I think a lot of like <coughs> a lot of people who generally go out to shows tend to be uh, kind of be high in openness. Right. Yeah. So they're going to like they're approaching like they're here for stand up comedy. They're not hyper offended by things generally usually yeah Yeah. every once in a while you'll get someone wander into an open mic at a bar or something (laughs) not know where they are but have an opinion about everything yeah there's this one girl who came in like some really young zoomer lady who is like live streaming her instagram or whatever Mm -hmm. walked in on like i think it was david wayne at uh, divine brewery right and she's just like she's just like like talking about all the things he's referencing and having a problem with it and then he's like mentions how it's like, yeah, this is an open mic. Why are you talking to me right now? <laughs> he's like, I have followers and I've got a thousand followers. Oh and they're all watching God. you right now. I'm giving you fame. Time. Like, what, are, what are you doing? Get out of this open mic. Yeah, so weird. seriously. Uh, yeah. So yeah, everyone saw you just get confused people that don't for sure the bit of a comedy show. Or I they think they're helping because they're heckling. Yeah, like, yeah. That, the way. that same night at Side Splitters, um, there was this lady in the crowd. And she said something while I was on stage, but not much. She said something like, like, ew, that's gross, or something like that mm-hmm. during one of my things. It was whatever. That's like a reaction saying. Yeah, though, yeah, right? yeah. Like, that's not too bad. Yeah, I didn't really even pay attention to it. I just kept on going. Um, and uh, But then when Corey got up there. Mm-hmm. Piece of shit serial killer Corey. <laughs> Corey made this 9-11 joke. Okay. And it wasn't even that bad. Like, I honestly, I can't remember the joke. But I, I know it wasn't. You should never forget the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I remember being like, it wasn't that bad, like that yeah. offensive, right? You right, know, but like you're a comic and you don't right, have well, a soul. Well, yeah. For, yeah. For you, you have a, you have <laughs> right. a commitment to Satan, degeneracy, <laughs> right. and absolute irreverence. Exactly. Like, but, um, sometimes you have to remember how humans <laughs> feel about things. I guess that's true. <laughs> but, um, but no, I didn't think it was that bad at all. But, um, but this lady got really mm-hmm. offended, really, like, to where she put a stop to the show. She Ooh. was like, you don't started screaming, hollering. And, like, uh, Corey at first, like, kind of, like, started, like, joke with her about it, you yeah. know, like, to try to just, like, play it off and, like, keep going. But she, like, wouldn't let it go and, like, got, like, even more mad. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it, it was just, it was so stressful to watch. Yeah. I was like, can somebody just like s- snatch this lady out of here or something? Mm-hmm. Cause it was like, it was crazy it, it, to the point where like eventually she ended up like walking out and like every single person she passed on the way out, she was like, we don't fucking make fun of nine 11 around here. Like, and just like going off. She was so yeah. mad. And I was just like, Jesus, Corey, like, man, I feel bad for you. It was so, I felt so bad, man. Yeah. It was just the most awkward shit. But Corey's a good sport. He was just like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you pretty much have to be. Yeah, yeah, like, you do. Here's the thing. Yeah. When you tell a 9-11 <coughs> joke, 
you kind of have to accept the idea that you are being offensive. Right, right, right. right. That's that's a lot of the jokes that people are going to tell. Like, we're comics. Yeah. We're supposed to be irreverent. Yes. And if people get offended at <clears> a joke, that's because the joke was kind of offensive. For to sure. Extent. For that sure. doesn't mean you shouldn't tell the joke at a right. comedy show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Uh, like, I had a friend, who, uh, my roommate, she, uh, she made, like, a poster. Uh, and she's, like, really into cults. And well, not like specifically in cults, but serial killers, horror shit. She mm-hmm. also has masks like that, like all over a wall. Our house looks Does like she, Halloween. Is her eyebrow shaved off? Uh, they're not. Oh, no, wow. she she keeps her eyebrows almost there. Yeah, so almost, close, almost. so close. She does so have close. a lot of tattoos. Um, oh, tell her I said what's up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Check out her OnlyFans. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, <laughs> maybe we maybe we can trade OnlyFans. We'll, we'll we'll support each other. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, so she uh, she makes this uh, this poster because she's also very artistic and stuff. Like she does uh, seamstress work and uh, uh, art and drawings and stuff. And uh, she makes this poster of like a fake advertisement to like uh, I think it's Jonestown. What's the one where like a bunch of people drank poison and died? Oh, I'm not wearing it. Uh, <laughs> the the shirt that I always wear. Yeah, uh, it's Jonestown. Yeah, Jonestown. yeah, yeah. 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 So the one that's a... the shirt that I have. Yeah. What's his name? What's his name? Uh... Jim Jones. Yeah. Jim Jones. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh-huh. in the, it's in the town. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I know, so right? Like, <laughs> like, how can I not think of that? Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. Uh, was it Jeff? <laughs> yeah, was right. it Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but she makes this poster, and it's this pretty funny poster about, like, uh, like these juice boxes for poison and stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. get to the next world fast. And I, I, I forget all the jokes on it, but it's uh-huh. definitely a, a, a reference to children drinking poison. Right. Children having these crazy squirrel eyes or whatever as they drink poison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's goofy, it's funny, but it gets reported on Facebook. And she's like, Uh. how can people be offended by this? It's like, look, (laughs) I'm not saying that it should be taken off the internet. Right, right, right. But we should kind of, it's offensive. It is, yeah. yeah. Children drinking poison and dying is an (laughs) offensive topic. We could agree to that. Unfortunately. (laughs) Unfortunately, yeah. It's like... (laughs) Look, this is just a right to abortion at, <laughs> at any point. Okay, you're either free or you're not. Exactly. You're not. Don't tell us. Uh, don't tell us how to how to live our yeah. lives. Um, but yeah, you know things can things can be offensive, and people are allowed to react to that. I don't think you should like. But that doesn't mean you don't get to be part of your show. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's one thing that you know I've talked about a lot. Also, is like there. Um, when it comes to comedy, it's absolutely okay to be offensive, but it's a sliding scale mm-hmm. of like if it's this offensive, then it has to be this funny. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's always there's, like there's it's, a it's a trade-off. Like yeah, you don't want to just make your audience uncomfortable because it's like ha ha ha. I'm, right, I'm yeah. getting off on your because, suffering because I've seen people do that, and yeah. and even me, I'm like, gross, get off the fucking stage. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah like yeah. it's just it's just cringy and disgusting. I'm like, dude, there's you know nothing even there. It's just. Right. right, like the goal should be to make your audience laugh. Absolutely, yeah. yeah and yeah. tell the jokes that make you laugh, because that's yeah. this a lot of we don't get paid a lot. No, this no, this isn't this isn't lucrative. This is very yeah. much an artistic meaning kind Absolutely. of thing. Absolutely, yes. Uh, um, I uh, I was gonna ask you, um. If you can still ask me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, okay. Uh, well, well, maybe I, pat out maybe your, your I will. Um, I. Uh, I know that you're, uh, I, or I've noticed from what I've seen, you seem to be pretty good at um, promoting shows and like filling up, filling up uh, rooms with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I w- was going to ask you if you had any tips 
for any like for anyone else that's doing it, putting on shows. Oh yeah, uh, talk to people who are doing it. Um, I I've only been doing it for like like I think less than a year is putting on my own shows. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, talk to some people that you know are running shows. If you ever get out of showcase, talk to the guy who put it on. See what he did, uh, what worked, uh, and uh, try to take that kind of information. Uh, I'd also suggest paying for advertisement when you promote a show. Anytime I've put like money into Facebook or Eventbrite to advertise the show, I've always gotten that money back in tickets yeah. and then some. And it's always better to have an audience than it is to uh, have like, you know, no one there. Like, Absolutely. If no one there, you've <laughs> yeah. taken a loss. I think a yeah. lot of people, uh, they, they see like paying for something before they've gotten anything back uh, as like, oh, that's a loss. I'm, I'm too cheap to do that. I'm a very cheap person. Right. But you're waste, you, you, if you get zero because no one showed up to your show, yeah. that is a loss. You've wasted a lot of people's time. Yes. Don't do that to yourself. Yes, absolutely. Um, I agree. I'd also say that uh, <coughs> so you're putting on shows, spending money for advertisement. Um, oh, so if you want to get into a venue, like a bar or a theater, uh, one of the best things you could do is know someone who works there first. Because, like, an owner, they're going to be suspicious of anyone just coming up and, like, poking around, trying to get money from them. And that's fair, right? Like, if you're a stranger to them, you're probably not uh, getting a foothold in. My first, uh, like, the first place I put on, I tried to put on a show. It did one night, failed. You're going to see some failure, just, like, stand-up or anything. For sure. Any endeavor you try to fail. But my first uh, open mic I tried running was... uh, was at cigar place or something some cigar place um and i uh but i knew a guy who i used to work with at panera bread uh was now like waiting there so he gave me an introduction to the person who ran that place okay and that's how i got that one yeah uh, the second one brew florida growler bar uh one of the girls from improv uh that i knew uh was able to give me an introduction to that owner okay. and i was able to like because she was a bartender there yeah so like when you have people in your life that are like have good relationships with the owner or work at places right you can use them as you should you should use people uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> always uh, or to your own end uh, <laughs> no, you just ask them to give you an introduction <clears throat> to the owner and see if like hey maybe this is a thing um and after you get a few ven- a venue or two uh it's a lot easier to like show pictures of a success yeah yeah event. yeah you can be like look at what i've done you yeah, know? yeah yeah for sure because that's look managers <clears throat> tend to be very uh in a non-political sense very conservative people mm. they want to see something function and work before they just give the okay to it they don't want right. to just throw money at a theory or it's like oh good some ideas guy yeah, is over yeah, here telling yeah, yeah. me what i should do with my money exactly no, they, they don't want to see that yeah. they want to see photos of people at a successful event for sure um, yeah absolutely um yeah i mean it's not really something that i'm interested in doing but uh but i like you know uh, i know a lot of people that are, do put on shows mm-hmm. and i you know and i like to try to just help help them out as much as i c- as much as i can and you know be a part of their shows you know and even me like i don't want to be a part of a show that nobody's coming to you right. know yeah definitely so um i want everyone to be successful that i that i know and and work with you know um because I'm fucking selfish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love how it's like the start out. I'd love to help people with these shows by showing up and doing shows there. Unless no one's there, then fuck them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, thanks. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll do it anyways, but it would be so much better to do it in front of a crowd. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, 
I don't know. I don't really have uh, too much else to ask you. Uh, is there any uh, thing you want to plug? Any shows you got coming up? Yeah, or? yeah. Uh, okay, <coughs> so... Uh, you know, the last time uh, I, I listened to your podcast, I think it was like Miles Neff was on. Yeah. When you asked him, he was like, hey, who's your favorite comedian? He was like, John Turkell, like favorite local comedian. And he was like, John Turkell. And I was thinking, oh, wow, great, because he's doing a show with John Turkell. He's doing one of my shows ah. with John Turkell, and it's coming up. And then he just never fucking mentioned my showcase. Oh, it's no. like, why would I ever have Miles <laughs> Neff in one of my showcases again? <laughs> Fuck this guy, this forgetful pothead. No, okay. Uh, so some shows coming up. Let's hear it. It's, uh, I've got Brew Florida Growler Bar in Odessa. So if anyone in Odessa is listening to this, yeah, uh, Brew Florida Growler Bar in Odessa, uh, August 27th. Uh, you can get tickets on Eventbrite now. Uh, right after that, August 28th, uh, Sunday, if I'm remembering these dates correctly. I like to live dangerously. <laughs> right. The uh, uh, Lodge Show at uh, Wilderness Lakes Preserve Lodge uh, in Lando Lakes. Okay. Uh, that's... Uh, you're actually doing that show. Am uh, I not, on that not, one? Not that date. You're okay. Doing, yeah, you're, I'm you're, on. I know I'm on one of you're them. You're like in November. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's that what was I the thought. least requested one. You were like, "Oh, all my Sundays are open. No one wants to see me on Sunday." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Just put me on whatever." You I look don't like care. there's blue laws made from you allowed to go outside on Sunday, right? <laughs> like, like there are just some counties you're not allowed to be outside. Yeah, on a Sunday. Don't tell them that I'm coming to the yeah, show. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that's like a community center and a lodge. It's you pay at the door. Uh, it's supposed to be like uh, we just have the people from the neighborhood do it. But if you show up with money, I'll let you in. Uh, I yeah. just want the money. <laughs> And then there's uh, September 10th, Kazuba's and Sons uh, Distillery in St. Pete. We're okay. going to be running uh, another another show there, Comedy at Kazuba's. That one's uh, always going to be fun. Probably going to sell out. You're going to have to buy ahead of time if you want that. If they're it's really, anything like the last one. Their marketing is so good. Like, yeah. I'm not even the only comedy uh, stand-up thing that, that sets up shows there. I think oh, okay. me and Laughs to Go have like two different weeks we do it on. Oh, uh, right on. Uh don't go to their show. Yeah, yeah. Go to James. I'm pretty show. sure we're all asking the same <laughs> local comedians to do yeah, that. Right. <laughs> but my comedians are going to get paid better because I think he pays fat flat rate and I pay like percentage of the uh, door and we sell out. So yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It did pay well. Yeah, I yeah. made over a hundred dollars. Yeah, for like the ten minutes you did, you yeah. fucking that's con a, artist. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's ten dollars a minute. This is a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I actually have to change how I pay people just because it's like apparently I'm going to have to pay taxes on this shit. Uh, I'm not looking forward to that because yeah. it's like you go through Eventbrite and Eventbrite's like, hey, after $660, uh, you have to – we're going to send you a form. Like, oh, oh, no. So it's that like either I got to figure out like how to deduct people's wages from it or I got to just like be like, ah, oh, this is a percentage I'm taking because now I'm being charged for the taxes as if the entire event was my income. Right, and right, that's no right. fun. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that's just a reminder that we should abolish the government because it taxes me sometimes. Yes, kill all rich people. That's like... <laughs> <laughs> Like oh well, well, what a sensible thing. It's like, well, I'm having trouble forming my comedy show. It's like well, we got to kill the rich and uh, destroy the government. Exactly. A, how it. else is James going to run these comedy shows without people asking too many questions? It's exactly. Burn it to the ground so we can fucking do comedy. Yes. What a beautiful note to end on. Right? Like, <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. Um, is there anything else you want to say? Uh, no, I felt like in the interview process you definitely talked enough about yourself. <laughs> So I think we're good, right? Yeah, yeah, I think we're good. I think we're good. Um, I'm good. I'm good at that. I'm good. That's Incidentally, why, before we that's, end this, that's why uh, it's my show. Yeah. <laughs>
before we end this, you know, I have been on dates with women who aren't anti-Semitic. Uh, I don't I believe you. It didn't come you. up, but I'd like to. I don't believe you. I'm just you. throwing it out. There. I don't believe you. I don't even believe you've been on dates with women. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can't prove it, <laughs> but it's happened. <laughs> sure, it has. There's witnesses. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the show. Uh, thanks for coming on, James. Thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming. Uh, say good night. Good night. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time, that's been Chat with a Rat.